Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Along to the Wiseman's uh, podcast, Sunderland win again. Is a playoff campaign really active and alive? We'll discuss both of those things as well as looking ahead to a home game against Huddersfield. Things might be a lot more clearer after that one, of course, but uh, we'll just see what people think about it. So, uh, as always, I have Gareth Barker with me. Good evening. Evening. Feeling good? Yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah? Generally, yeah. Yeah, spring, yeah. very springy today, isn't it? Makes a difference. Very springy. Not being mm. outside, so that's... The heat hasn't gone on, so... Isn't it? <laughs> you need to get outside and get your breaks, Gareth. Get your exercise, yeah. get your walks, get fresh I haven't air. I haven't got time for breaks. Oh, no, listen, listen to this. Right, okay. Uh, we've also got um, Jimmy Ray with us as well. Good evening. How are you doing? Good evening. First time in a while, I think, Jimmy. Seems like yeah, a few weeks. Yeah, I think uh, last one I did was around the time we played uh, Sheffield United, maybe. So a few weeks. Right. Okay. Well, we know uh, who's going to be the most positive person on this podcast. So we'll uh, we'll get your thoughts on where Sunderland's um, Sunderland's position is at the moment in your eyes. Mm. And uh, we have a Wiseman say debut as well for Jack Oustwick. Evening, Jack. Evening. How are you? Evening. I'm very well, thank you. Jack's been doing stuff for us behind the scenes, so helping out with the manager. Uh, not the manager, the uh, opposition the fan. Man, we don't do that anymore. Never done that since like Gus Poyet or something. It's all right. Um, helping out with the uh, opposition view audio and uh, some of the Vox Pops we've been getting after the match as well. So we're letting him come and uh, hopefully appeal to our younger dem- demographic. Letting him. Yeah. Appeal it well. We need we need it, don't we? We need a booster. We need we need you, Jack, to come out with loads of stuff that's not relevant to, the, to us three and really like reels in those those younger listeners. Um, oh, we'll find out a bit about you, Jack, just so listeners know who you are. So you are a massive lads fan, obviously. How long have you been going to the matches? Um, I've had a season ticket for five, six years now, and I went before, but we struggled a bit before with my mum going to work and stuff. Um, but since that changed, we've got a season ticket, so. I think it was first season League One. The first, um, first season. So I, you, I came. You just going to say loads of stuff that makes us feel really old here, Jack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was your so when you when you so even forget about the season ticket thing, but when you when you went when you could when you were a Sunderland fan, what was the what was Sunderland's situation then? Who was playing for them? Um, my first game was, I think it was a couple of days after Christmas, twenty ten. We'd lost 2 0 to Blackpool. DJ Campbell scored oh, right, brace. Yeah. That was my well. first game. Horrible, horrible. We game. battered them really that cool. day. We had 35 shots. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we definitely uh, mentioned that on the pod before. Now. We've definitely mentioned that game on the podcast before. Oh, well, that's not too bad. I, I thought it was going to be worse than that one. You were about to see what your first game was there. So yeah. when we, we, we like talk, we'll just try not to talk about like the Phillips and Quinn era and stuff like that because it's going to just go over your head and it just uh-huh. reminds us of, of how old we are. Never mind. Um, okay, right. We'll talk about the uh, win against Birmingham. I think fair to say not a... I don't want to say not a vintage display. It sounds... Sounds harsh. I, I was quite impressed. I, I'm going to do a bit hair ruffling here. I was quite impressed with Birmingham in terms of like, I thought they really left everything out there. They were they were they were trying to win all the second balls, or put everything in for the manager, didn't they? You didn't you didn't sense it was a team in in trouble in any way. And I thought I thought we were okay, and I thought we overcome what was potentially a tough game. Showing mental, good mental character again to get back into the game after going after going one down. These lads will do that, won't they? These young lads will keep going, Gareth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we first half wasn't. I mean, we started really well, and they were very open. Um, and then we just seemed to lose our way. Midfield wasn't. I thought Mishu was pretty average in the whole game, but didn't have his best game. And we kind of seemed to get overwhelmed a bit, and Sergan had a bit of a tough time up against Chong, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and they, we were under a lot of pressure. The other lad on the other side um, was also Hakadra, as he was pretty handy as well. Um, and we just couldn't seem to get on the ball. Um, and when we did have it, um, sorry, get on the ball. Positive areas when we did have it, it was all, you know, in front of them and just passing it. You know, it was very much the Simpsons wing back the centre, back to wing sort of situation for the vast majority of that first half. Um, but the you know, the, you do feel when you know we stay in games, and then once we get into a into a rhythm. We are quite difficult to stop, and I think the, the substitutions certainly made a massive difference. Bit of a risk because it was kind of similar. Kind of took a similar approach. Was it the was it the card? What, what was it? Was it the Cardiff game where we played with like like Patrick Robertson centre on midfield and stuff like that? I'm trying to think what, what game it was. Yeah, I think it was Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. What where we lost two in the end. Where, where it went quite wrong. Um, he kind of reverted back to that where he just had Dan Neal in there and brought Gelhart on up front and he, he was good, Gelhart, I thought, and he he gave us, you know, something in terms of, you know, a physical presence. I wouldn't say, you know, obviously not a heightened stature, but he certainly, you know, even little things like jumping in front of defenders and sort of just trying to disturb them a bit, which we were we didn't have before. Um and that all sort of seemed there to help get us up the pitch a bit more. And obviously, how many times we've seen generally Ahmad or Clark, and sometimes Roberts um, pull someone out of the bag for us when we when we need it, and that's what that's kind of the pattern of the game. Did everybody say the goal? Well, I mean, it was it was very Which late one? in the first half. The oh, the, yeah. uh, well, I wasn't I wasn't there, so I was watching it on on online. So you I would have definitely it. you would have definitely missed that goal, Jimmy. You would have been down having your pint at half time. Yeah, I miss all goals after thirty five minutes. I was saying I was saying I was saying well that's on the bars. I was saying um, I was saying to uh, one of my mates that I, I see more of the match when I watch it online than I do in there because I don't need to uh, don't need to go and queue up for a drink. Yeah, I, 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 I I I caught it in the. Um, <laughs> I caught it in um, downstairs because I did. I had gone down for me drink and um, it was weird because it was a delay on the, on the screen. So obviously the crowd cheered before the before the cross come in on the screen. So that was canny, but uh, a good time to get a goal, wasn't it? I know it's a bit cliche, that isn't it? A good time to score a goal that late, but but you know it makes a massive difference to the 
just the, the the players, you know, going going into the dressing room at half time, you know, the, yeah, well, they would have been chalk and cheese, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, I, I thought um, I, I kind of agree with what you said in the first half. I didn't think it was. I thought Birmingham were were, were quite good. Although I must say, I didn't wasn't that worried when they scored. I thought, you know, we'd had a few chances before, and I thought that eventually, sort of, our class would tell because they were they were quite good. Like Gareth mentioned, Chong and Kadra were were quite dangerous. But um, I thought surely we were going to score because I just didn't think we deserved to go in at half time behind. To be honest, so uh, it was a good time to score. I think as well, it was um, an unusual goal for us being that they come from a set piece. Obviously, we haven't didn't score many of them, do we? But mm. I think in terms of general. Um, in the first half, I would say probably uh, even at half time was probably fair. Birmingham, like I said, put a lot into it, uh, but I think we had enough flash start quality. Definitely showed um, before they scored and in the in the build up to our goal. In terms of we did sort of put a bit of pressure on towards the end of the half. So I think in general, yeah, good type of score. It certainly seemed to re- relieve relieve a bit of pressure because um, the the celebrations among the players you could see quite they were quite. Um, for a first half goal, there was quite a lot of piss pumping and, and gesturing to the crowd and stuff like that. So I think the players probably felt a bit uh, relieved as well that they got got it because I felt I felt, but I got the I got the vibe that they probably weren't too happy to be behind either because um, Birmingham were, were okay, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they were particularly worried us other than Chong obviously wouldn't at Cirkin. Uh, that their midfielder was quite good as well. I know Gareth mentioned Michu had a had a, had a poor game uh, comparatively. I think I I would agree with that. I think. Was it's, it's Bellingham's brother, isn't it? I think plays him. He come on, he come. Joe Bellingham. Or did he come on? Then, but the other guy who was with him, the other young lad who scored, he he was. Oh, I think was so, so, yeah, similar age. He was. He was. I mean, I've, I've I've heard him be talked about on, like not the top twenty of the podcast. He's he's highly regarded as, as a really really good. You know, he plays for England under 19s or whatever. He's he's got a big future ahead of him by all accounts. So I wasn't too surprised that he was good, but. He was definitely putting us under pressure, I think, for midfield. But at the same time, we, you know, we were hit. So I think, yeah, a draw, a draw at half time was probably fair. Good time to score. And it was good. I was pleased Trey Hume scored because, to be honest, I feel like he, he's always there or thereabouts in the box. And he's, he's had a few headers and, and you know, been, been near to scoring a few times. And I think it was quite nice for him to get a goal because um, he's, he's had a rough couple of weeks, having had a really good. Uh, good season in general, so I think that goal probably gave him a nice bit of confidence as well. Yeah, um, on the move, Stephen. Sorry, I was just opening the door. <laughs> he's um, he's um, he's that player that chunk now, isn't he? Wasn't he? Didn't sign. Yeah, they signed. Him. They signed him. Yeah, it was a bit like uh, they had him like we had Ahmad last season from United, as in just like a general loan. But obviously, United have deemed him surplus to requirements. So they've signed him. I doubt we'll have the same look with, with Diallo. Like, you know, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Be... Mm, would be. Uh, second half, <laughs> I think um, Birmingham started strong, Jack, didn't they? Put us under the cosh for a bit for 10 minutes, but we, we were that concerned because, like Jimmy said, I mean, the goal I did score, I, it was a good goal, worked it well, cut us open, but I. <laughs> I just didn't. I, I didn't feel threatened by what they had offered at any point, even when they were dominating the ball. Personally, what did you think? No, I agree. I think, I think they were set up to sort of play on the break a bit. Like you could see, we were totally, totally dominating the ball first and sitting down. And um, a, a lot of it was we just couldn't really cut it open. That's that's like um, what Gary said about was just passing across the back constantly, looking for some sort of gap. But they were sort of set up to play on the break, and that's how they did get the goal. But I think um, 
yeah, we, it was quite comfortable. I wasn't too worried they were going to get anything. Um, obviously, at any time, like we've said, the ball went to Chong. That was that was their danger, man. And um, he got him behind. Obviously, went down at one point. The second class probably isn't a penalty, is it? Uh, when he went down, on the I only saw that for the fir- for the first time today. Actually, what do people think of that? Because I, I I didn't even know. I can't even remember I, that from the game. It was right. It looks similar there. to me. No. It looks similar to the one where I'm at against Luton. Where we <laughs> I got was going to say that. Yeah, it looked it looked like that, and obviously that was that was a bit soft. Although we did say we do see them giving. I think Chong probably yeah. was looking for it. Had had to yeah, give it would have been a bit harsh, but don't think we could have argued too much. But I would I would have been surprised if he had at the same time. Um, maybe that's more of a home team's penalty than the way team's penalty, if you know what I mean. Probably, yeah, you could argue that. But um, that, that that sort of was like, well, it's probably one of them that you shout for, but you'd be very annoyed if it was given against you. Um, but as, as you say, I think we were quite comfortable. Uh, I, I always had a feeling that we were going to score um, going into the second half. And if we just kept, kept plucking away, we didn't really have a great deal of good chance. Obviously, that one Robert spooned over the last. That's got to go in. Got to go in, but um, yeah, eventually all you need is that little bit of class, which is exactly what Ahmad brought us all season. It was nice after that miss, the Roberts miss, where Pritchard went up to him and sort of, yeah, kind of that, gave yeah. a pat on the back of the head and was kind of like trying to like beckon the fans to like keep sort of behind the team and stuff like that. Not that we the fans wouldn't have, but I just think that shows a good. You know, someone, a, an experienced player, identifying a key moment in the game where potentially heads could drop or you might have the, oh, well, we're never going to score a day sort of thing. Um, it was almost like, you know, it's happened, get on with it. Um, yeah. And that was, you know, I think that's the character of the team. You know, that's that's it embodied really, isn't it? And though, like Stephen said at the start, and we've said many times, they'll always, we've been in pretty much every game this season, um, apart from the, you know, the, the, the Stoke game really. Um that we've been in every game, um, and yeah, it's it's just because we've had years of 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 just any little setback, just killing the mood, entire mood yeah. in the stadium, and you know, the players' heads going down, and you're just thinking they don't have the mental strength to recover from this. Like we could be like that season we went down from the championship, we could be like dominating the game, totally, totally bossing the game. We'd concede one goal, and you just think, well, that's it. Like we know, we know what's coming now. It's yeah. just it's nice to see that you don't. It's the opposite now, isn't it? Yeah. Like we say, like we're all saying when 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 we go behind, you just think now these lads, they'll keep they'll keep coming like that that in that whole game the other week, like three two down, we just teams in the past wouldn't have wouldn't have showed any sort of recovery from that, and that's what it's 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 one thing that you know maybe it's youthful naivety, but it's. It's good well, to I think it, I think it? it's you know it's it, it, it's what we should be looking. I mean, it's what successful teams do. At the end of the day, like even the best teams will concede goals. Even the best teams will go behind. It's it's how you deal with setbacks. That's as anything as important as you know starting on the front foot because you know you look at you look at the teams at the top of the league like Burnley, like two 0 down to us, weren't they? They came back one, but you know t- good teams, successful teams will find ways to get back in games and not letting your head drop is absolutely key. I think youthful exuberance can. Be a part of it, but also, like you said, with Pritchard, I think he obviously is one of the more experienced members of the team, and he was very much telling Roberts not to worry about it, keep going. And, and to be fair, that was a very uncharacteristic mistake from Roberts. Um, and you'd like to, well, I mean, you know, I'm sure if he got that chance, he'd score it probably 99 times out of 100, let's be fair. But, um, 
you know, he dealt with it. He didn't let his head drop. Ahmad's head didn't drop. Clark's head didn't drop. Gellhart just kept pushing. And, and to be fair, I think at the back, I mean, I know Danny Bart made a little couple of little mistakes that could have, you know, on the ball. But I think in general, the, the attitude from the team across the board was pretty spot on. And um, like I said, we're going to concede goals and we, it's it's how you deal with it. It's, it's not, you can't expect just to win every game to nil. Uh, we're going to go behind. And like you said, the whole game, a classic example of that. So I think if we can keep doing that, then we're always going to be in a, there or thereabouts. And as we've seen, there's not a lot in it in between the teams around where we are. Uh, Birmingham, obviously, a little bit further down, probably because as we saw um, both games that we've played them, um, they can be good, but they just don't seem to be able to do it for a full game on a regular basis. Like both games we played, because they, they, I thought we played them away, they look quite good in, in flashes, but our quality just told. And I think that was the same on Saturday. And is it's a bit of an ind- individual quality, isn't it? I mean, I wanted to talk through that goal. Two bits of, of brilliance, really. Jack Clark first with the, with the crossfield ball. The amazing one. Like I, I remember seeing Clark's ball, and you see it on the replay as well. It just just looks like he hoofs but he knows exactly what he's doing. And, and he's just top quality player. I, I think we take him for granted a lot. I'm quite lucky to have him, Jack Clark, but that ball across, perfect. Ahmad looks like he's almost going to handball him. So he tries to chest it down, but then to, 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 to the drag back. And then yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of was like. So when Clark plays a ball and everybody, the whole stadium, there's like an audible sort of like gasp almost because everyone's just like, what a, what a ball that is. And it's what was quite strange is that there was almost an expectation from that point that Ahmad was going to go on and do something, yet he had loads to do still. Like that was, it was just, it was an unbelievable bit of skill from, from him to do that. And that's a bit of individual quality that, you know, isn't necessarily down to like tactic systems or whatever. It's just having a really good player in your team, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Power regenerated yeah. on the strike as well from like no zero back lift really to get the sh- when he gets the shot away in that tight space. Yeah. Like he absolutely lashed it in. Um, you know, he's, I mean, you look yeah, at the, the player s- there. The it, speed of thought and feet to pull out yeah. his feet that quickly and then hit it that accurately and hard. It's really impressive. He, um, you know, you look at a. I think when he when he came, started getting into the team originally. Um, I know he. What was the game where he missed that chance? Was it black? Was it black? Black home, I think, on the Tuesday. Yeah, he went through and he kind of should have just shot, which he would do now. Um, I think there was a few people moans and groans about him then, and but you could see this touch like why he was so highly regarded and why somebody would pay a team would pay so much money f- for him um in terms of you could see there's something there and it's just nice to see you know he's been given the opportunity to play regularly and he's taken the chance and then he's become a talisman really um he's a premier league player isn't he yeah oh yeah absolutely i mean i think, I think we i think that's the you know, we we could argue we've we've got a few Premier League players. I mean, tell you what, you look at a look at a player who. I mean, Hume scored the first goal, first goal for the club. He's a Premier League player in the making, and what he's what nineteen, twenty years old. Yeah. And you think about it, the level of um, acceleration, like his his acceleration improvement and ability in the time we signed him, and now 
um, you know, someone who's been given regular games and the levels that he's hit really, I mean, he's on, he's in the team every week and he's undroppable. You've, you know, he's made the odd error, but like Jim said, it's like, yeah, you know, the best teams and the best players make mistakes. Um, but, he, you know, he's another one where you look at him and go, he's, he's, He's got his mentality is great and his you know his, his game awareness. Some of his positions he pops up in is just really weird. Um, he's like a modern footballer, isn't he? Um, and you know you look with us as I say aside from him, you know we've got. So he probably isn't Premier League ready yet, but you look at Patterson, Clark, Ahmad, Circuit possibly. So well, he, yeah, he, like down probably in time, Ballard. Um, you know, some players like that, you think, you know, Dan Neal potentially in time. Um, you think, yeah, there is some players in there who someone might take a chance on. I mean, Clark's a worry for me in the summer. I just think somebody might go, yeah, let's have a... Let's well, have that's a... it. That's the story of every summer for championship clubs, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. If you've got a player who is oven ready for the Premier League like you could argue Clark is given his age he's still he's younger than you think but he's got a comparative lot of experience for his age he's clearly too good for the league um, we can say with the best one in the world we, we'd like to keep him but I mean how often do championship clubs hold on to players like that I'd say yeah. not often really because the player wants to play in the prep the money on offer you can't really turn down Premier League teams will throw we're... money uh, and, and and so I'm not so obviously I'm not saying that he will go because hopefully we would find a way to keep him. But what I mean is it wouldn't necessarily be a fault of Sunderland AFC if Jack Clark was playing the Premier League next season. I think the thing, well, is like him go regularly. The thing you might have in, you know, you might if the if the right offer comes in for any player, regardless of what they want to do, they they haven't probably got a choice, have they? So exactly, um, and that's I, not just us; that's any yeah. club in the league, really, isn't it? Yeah. And what I would say is about Clark; it's probably um, he might be one where he's like, you know, given his ex, you know, his experience at, at Tottenham, um, and how long it took to kind of get back on track from there. Um, yeah. he might be a bit more reticent about just going and having another go immediately. He might be somebody yeah, he's, do, he's well, done the wanna, big, yeah, he's done the big Premier League move, hasn't he? So maybe yeah. he, he and he's seen the grass isn't always greener as well because he yeah. probably he'll have spent time at Tottenham thinking, Oh, I should say the Leeds because I'll be playing every week now. I've yeah. played for Tottenham, yeah, and he's had to go to League One to work his way back up again. So you're right yeah. with him. Um, but I just think, just get back to what Jack was saying, he's just, he's just a fantastic player, isn't he? And I think, I think you're right, we do take him for granted because at the end of the day, he'd probably start for any team in this league and he's just so good. Like, I mean, I know I've got the goals to go. He's good in a different way, but Clark is my favourite player to watch on the team, just the way the way he plays, the confidence, the ability. And, I mean, look at, look at against Hull on Friday, he was absolutely class against them as well. Like, he, he is just... Like, it's just a pleasure to watch. I know it's a bit cheesy to say that, but I mean, that's why you yeah, often go, he's, he's, you know, to see, especially in the championship, to see a player of that ability in the championship scoring and assisting for us as regularly as he does is, is class for me. Nailed on for player of the year, isn't he? Nailed on, surely. You think? I mean, that's a, th- you know, you, it, what about, I mean, I guess the thing is, but either of them could qualify probably for young player of the year and player of the year couldn't they really, yeah. if you look at Ahmad and Clark. 
So, I mean, they probably... Fine, actually. Give one probably, to one, one to the other. Yeah, yeah but you, 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 you're for... limited with about three players who, who, who was in, in the category yeah. of young yeah. player of the year with that yeah. squad on you. I mean, Lugo 9 got the... Lugo 9 was... And have over 25 yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. <laughs> he was a, Lugo 9 got young player of the year when he was 24, didn't he? Something like that, so... Yeah. That was a scrape in the barrel season, I think, in general. That one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always remember Ian McGee's face when he was being awarded that. <laughs> like... This <laughs> Yeah. Oh, glory days, eh? The glory days. Um, anything else anybody wants to add on that before we we take a break? Uh, just one thing, one thought I had. I don't know um, what you all thought. I mean, if we're thinking of players for next season, I wouldn't say no to having a look at Chon as a signing for us. I thought he. The, pro- the problem is, though, plays, the problem is if they've, they've, they've paid a fee from, so they're going to expect a profit yeah, on any sale. So true, then, yeah. then, then you're getting into the territory of like. Throwing money around, which they're just not going to do that, are they? Like, he would have been the signing to make while he was at Man U, wouldn't he? That would have been the time to go and get him. What's his end product, though? I mean, I thought this about Cadro was like, I thought he had a good game, and I thought, did he, though? Yeah, did he actually like, do anything? He didn't he like. Fat. He I was dangerous and fast. Yeah, he looked. Like, he gave Gooch a difficult time, but I can't really remember putting a cross in. I can't remember him. Like having a shot, I can't remember him like getting into the box and sort of giving the ball to somebody else to do something with. Yeah, I mean, someone might be a point. Yeah. yeah, I was sat with because I sit right where Kadra was in the second half on Gooch, and I said to my brother at one point, I went, "Just watch because <laughs> if Gooch doesn't get brought up here, Kadra is going to be involved in a goal soon." So the space was there, but I know what you mean. He wasn't actually doing anything with it. Like he's always there, and he's obviously got a bit of quality about him, but. Yeah, I didn't really see him do that much, to be honest with you. Think he's on loan is, he, is he on loan from the Prem as well? From Brighton, yeah, I think. I is think he's at Brighton. He was at Sheffield United there yeah, this season, I think, yeah. the terminal. Oh, that's, yeah, they, yeah, they sent him back, didn't they? Yeah, also, mm-hmm. all, all of those lines. Yeah. I mean, he's talented, isn't he? He's, you can see he's a talented player. I mean, that, that's been quite an enjoyable aspect of being back in the Championship, where you've seen a lot of these young, talented players from clubs where they can't play. And sometimes it is nice to see, like, you know, good footballers, like, you know, compared to, you know, you know, there's wardrobes that you play against, like in League, in League One. League One, yeah. You know what I mean? It's... So, or really, really sort of angry, failed professionals in the yeah. league. So, just like, you just want to spend as much time trying to get people sent off or yeah. fouling people as they possibly can. Yeah. So, I mean, it is like, you know, it's been, I, I, it, I guess it would be, it's easy to say that when you've actually... I say that, I mean, we've only won seven at home all season, so it's not like we've had a, a great home record this year, but more that, you know, the way... Obviously, our way records, you know, kept topped us up and kept us in, in the mix. So, you know, you've always got that, um, you know, because you're doing all right, much better than expected, or better than all right, really. Um, it, it makes it easier to kind of enjoy... Some of the performances from the opposition players, maybe, and go out, you know, come away thinking he, he was like handy, he was decent. Um, you know, cause he, he, as we know, like four years in League One, it's not exactly a, a haven for technical ability. So, <laughs> I mean, that's been that in the, in the that's that's bit has been like a positive aspect, um, you know, outside of the, the obvious. Just on League One before I go, if you, if you notice Sheffield Wednesday's little mini collapse, 
Yeah. yeah. What a mini. <laughs> well, I they've mean, done it. They, they've had a mare there. They were Weren't top, they, like, with, top two, with, with two games in hand or something. Yeah. And now five points clear of third or something. Two games on. Now they're. Now, now people have got a game in hand of them, and they're one point adrift. They've done, they've done, they've done enough from uh, the first season of the league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely the Jack Ross season. Yeah. Oh God, thank God. What thank was it? Two game, God. two games in hand, and did you did you see there was a um, point off the top two? A Derby podcast that will follow from the account. And it was given the whole like because um, their forms sort of dipped a little bit, and they they are outside the playoffs now, and they give the whole like. Um, Maybe you think it would be better if we don't get promoted this year and we oh, like, have a proper go. And you just think, don't just, didn't, just get out of that mindset. Slow. Get that's out of that mindset. Slow, yeah. get, get out of that league as soon as you possibly can. It will not get better than your first year there. And even that is terrible. <laughs> but, yeah. but, um, I mean, you look, we finished fifth last year. You know, it's like when you think about it. And we <laughs> just finished below Sheffield Wednesday. We just, we just. <laughs> Just got in, like we you know. Uh, you think yeah. about the Plymouth Oxford, had a bit Ox- of a Plymouth had a collapse, didn't they? Yeah. We all we all thanks to that really. That Oxford game, you know, where we we're about seventh oh, or eighth and scored in the last minute. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at th- little moments like that. You think though, if, if like you don't score one of them last minute winners, because we had a few over the course of that. Shrewsbury one at home on Good Friday yeah. was big, wasn't it? That was... If you, if you don't score that goal, you're probably not in the playoffs. We're still we're still talking about the league, aren't you? No. Crazy. Crazy. Still, still get PTSD on like the yeah. on the highlights, like when the League One highlights come on. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I you see the cam- camera angle of Cheltenham, just like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I just get a feeling in the, like the pit must stomach. It's like, well, it's, I do. It's like, it, I'm, li- <laughs> like I, I'm not like exaggerating. It's like a horrible <laughs> kind of like just like sense of dread. Mm. Never again. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Right, okay, we'll uh, take a little break and we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, the upcoming game against Huddersfield. So just taking us into the break, here are what some fans thought about the game post-match. My name's Trevor, um, season ticket holder. Um, We needed this win because a draw wouldn't have done us any good in the playoffs. So fingers crossed we can just keep it going. Shame about the red card. Honestly, he ran into our player and it's not up to our player to get out of the way. It's up to him to get round him. Uh, so Sarah, season ticket holder, um, a bit underwhelming, honestly. Only, we've just been saying only a bit of class was the, the pass that led to that second goal. But um, yeah, three points, so we'll take it. <laughs> so I've just been saying we're up to ninth, uh, one point off sixth, but it's too much to think about. We'll steady the boat. See you next year, maybe. <laughs> hey, it's Andy from Pete Lee. I thought played well as a team. Uh, stuck our difficult game, but great outcome in the end I think was the right result I think we deserved the win they were didn't show much but we didn't have a cutting edge but again stuck at it got the three points we're still in there we're hanging in there just got to keep keep the results coming you never know do you never know Hiya um, I'm Louise uh, season ticket holder um, overall I thought the game was um, pretty tense to be fair first half not so good until we equalised Second half, I thought they come come out a bit slow first, and then got into it. I think the fans egged them on a lot. Great cross from Jack Clark, great assist for Ahmad to score the winner. Overall, over the moon with the three points. 
Uh, ja, ik denk Sunderland heeft een goede wedstrijd gespeeld. Uh, Birmingham heeft die wedstrijd um, een beetje druk opgezet, maar uh, Sunderland is mooi teruggekomen. En uh, ja, nee, het is baie mooi gewen en uh, hier op je thuisveld. En uh, ja, ik denk dat is wel op, wel op, uh, op koers om uh, die, uh, die Premier League te maken. Ja, sorry. Baie dankie. Gear up for the match with suitable casual clubber. From overshirts and jackets to polos and tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats and more. Fritisglada is making waves in the pubs and on the terraces. Come join the FDR movement and get 15% off with your discount code WMS. Stand out in the crowd, be indie, search FDR clothing online and on socials. podcast. If anybody wants to tell us what that last guy was saying and translate it for us, um, then let us know and you can have a ticket for the live show. Is that fair, Gareth? Yeah, we should, we're supposed to be doing a competition for that and we just haven't come up with one. I know, well, that, that's, the, that's the first. The competition bit, should you know. be, uh, if, you, if you want two tickets, the first person to get in touch with us on social media to say, I heard you say I want, want two tickets, can I have them? Um, you, you win. Ooh. You get two tickets. Route one. Do you have a code word? Let's have a code word. If, yes. you, use, if you use the code word, um, tweet us. Um, well, you have to think of it now. Now you're on the spot to try oh, and think no. of one. Shall oh, we talk no. and then you can think of yeah, you, can yeah. just... you, you. You start talking about Okay, right. Let's start game. talking. Right. Uh, interesting game, this, Jimmy Huddersfield. Um, yeah. I, I was. I've tended to say nobody should be surprised that. Um, Neil Warnock's gone and done that, but I am a little bit actually because these managers, you know, managers of that ilk haven't been that successful at doing this in the last couple of years. So I kind of feel like, you know, Mick McCarthy went in and failed at Blackpool. Um, Ian Holloway had a couple of goals at it at League One and League Two and, and failed when he went there. And you kind of think, like, oh, this manager's getting edged out now. But um, that's an amazing transformation because at one point they looked by far the worst team in the league. Yeah, still, didn't well, they? they were. Yeah, I mean, War- Warnock. I mean, I'm, I'm a massive, massive fan of Warnock. I must, I must admit, I think he's a legend. But um, just because he's, he's just hilarious. But I think also he is, he is a good, good. He, he's exactly what they needed because they had that guy before who I think was. Um, I don't think anybody liked like the fans didn't like him. I don't think the people bombed a load of players out. The media didn't like him. I think it was just a bad, bad appointment. Warnock's basically picked them up off the knees, and I think he's probably going to keep them up looking at the table. I'm just looking at the table now, and therefore, compared to any other team around them, is is far, far better <coughs> since since basically he, he took over. So um, I think Huddersfield, the, pro- the proposition, I, I agree with you, Stephen. I, I wasn't sure when, when he took over, but he, he's, um, he's he's made what, he, what was probably the worst team in the league um, a lot of a harder prospect for us, I think. Tomorrow, maybe. Although you could also argue that have they already had their run and are now going to regress a little bit back to mm, where they are? I don't know. It's I hard think, to. I don't know. I mean, so it's interesting you say that since Warnock was appointed there, um, that leads me nicely on a, a little bit of research I did earlier. He was appointed the 13th of February, and I have pulled up the league table from that point. Where do you think Sunderland are, and where do you think Huddersfield are in that league table? I'm going to go around and ask people. So I'll start with you, Jimmy. 
since February the 13th, yeah. I would say we are 12th. And Huddersfield? 10th. Okay, Gareth? Um, I would say we are probably about 10th and Huddersfield about 8th. Right, Jack? I'd probably, I'd say we're a little bit low because we had that tear run of long. I'd probably say we're about 16th, 17th, and I'd probably say Huddersfield about 9th or 10th. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, you all went for Huddersfield a bit above Sunderland there, actually. You know, they're not, but it's not, there's not much in it because that's the, there's the one thing I was surprised at. So Sunderland are 13th and Huddersfield are 14th. Oh, right. um, there's only one point in it. There's only one point in it, and it is tight to be fair. Because looking at this, like Millwall, for example, on this league table, are seventh. Um, yeah, the, you know, only, they're only three points ahead of Sunderland and Millwall. So if Sunderland were to win this theoretical game in hand, then that would put them level with, with Millwall in seventh. Who do you think's top? Probably not Burnley. Burnley uh, is second. Middlesbrough. Luton. Luton top, Jimmy. He's good at each of them. Yeah, Luton top. Burnley second. Coventry and Preston three and four, which is a bit ominous for us. Um, those two teams are flying, hey, really. Coventry and Preston have got to play Blackburn, I think, in the next two. Blackburn Ooh. play those two in the next two games, I think. Blackburn running. It's horrendous. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Point. And if like we win, some, if we... some nice draws in those games would be good. If we win, Blackburn haven't won about six games or something. If we win, if we um, if we win, obviously tomorrow we'll be in the playoffs. It's like, yeah, it's just yeah. stupid, isn't it? Hope well, it kills you. This, 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 and we all know that, like historically, this is the game that, like, we just wouldn't turn up. <laughs> We'd throw this one away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, can, I read can... somewhere that I read the season was over anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> people have been saying that yeah <laughs> yeah but I think like for, for, you know we I think it, obviously Huddersfield as a team are a team we should look to beat um, given them Jimmy you've muted Jimmy, yourself you've muted yourself good effort good effort that to be fair yeah. oh he's back here he comes <laughs> yeah, sorry yeah I was just saying that I, th- I think obviously they're a team we should look to beat but um, I, it's not going to be easy but I, I just don't think it, maybe it will be a bit easier than we think in a way because I don't know I, I'm not that worried about them as much as I would have been had they not already won the Warlock effect has already taken place probably I think they they don't need to to carry on a, a really good run to stay up now they just need to to, carry, to kind of yeah know, but they're probably but it's just you know to, to and make, also like to make a counter argument on that though, Jimmy when, when teams are Playing well and full of confidence, and you look forward. You're looking forward to the next game, and yes, that's you, us you as know, well, though, isn't it? To be fair, as well as well, like, well, like, mm, this might be the first game in a while where there's actually a little bit of pressure attached to this one mm. because we've been like Mowbray has come out plenty of times and said, you know, there's no expectation here whatsoever this season, but players will be fully aware now that they'll 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 edge themselves in the playoffs if they win tomorrow night. Now, even if it's mm. just for like the time being, and and we, I'm not sure we've had that. Pressure on a game. Yeah, so they lost, they lost at Swansea on Saturday. Easter Monday, they were 2 0 at home to Blackburn and drew 2 all. Then they had that mad game at Watford on Good Friday where they won 3 2. They beat Borough 4 2. That's kind of yeah, scary. They did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know what to think. I'm scared, but I'm also excited. <laughs> well, Tony right. Mowbray has <laughs> the football has, is pulsing through my veins. Tony Mowbray said that uh, somebody's injured, but he won't disclose who. Did he say that? Oh, I, I love it when he does that. For one game, he said they'd be injured, and he said, but Neil oh. likes to mark certain people, so I'm not going to give away. <laughs> not going to give away what it is. Um, which implies, I mean, you know, you did it's a double bluff award because that implies it's a, like a, a creative would, player, doesn't it? Would, would, would you remember before the Borough game when he said we had loads of injuries and it turned out there weren't any? And he just apparently <laughs> said it. Just <laughs> some kind of double bluff. I'm hoping he's done that again. I thought that was great. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm personally like more, obviously, the situation could change at the time, but I'm more worried, more worried for a game like this than I am like Watford at home because I think it's just a proper banana pill. Fixture, like yeah, I think yeah. it's not like Warnock's Huddersfield are beating just teams around them. They're beating Huddersfield, uh, Middlesbrough. They beat Millwall away. They beat um, Watford. Drew with Blackburn. Yeah. Drew with Norwich. Like they're getting results against some teams who are in the same position we are. And yeah, yeah that 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 slightly worries me. And obviously, as you say, this is the type of fixture pressures on Sunderland. Don't turn up. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm talking myself. Into, uh, right, Jimmy, come on, lift us all up here. We need your, we need you to rain down your positivity all over us because I'm. Yeah, well, I'm like well, Jack. Like I'm, say, just I'm just saying it before. I'm just saying it before, and I'm just, I'm uh, just, yeah. yeah. We have, we have seen, we have seen this season before. There was us doing well with pressure um, in terms of, you know, we've, you like we were saying before, when setbacks happen, we tend to deal with them okay. I, th- I think we, I think the players will be up for us. To be honest, I do. Um, what's what they got to lose? Nothing. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna win. Come on. We got lose. Is that is that the benchmark for? Yeah. No, I said I said I said what I said what I said what I said what have we got to lose? Yeah, I know, but yeah, well, getting in the playoffs probably. That's 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 what that's us as fans think. I I just don't think players will think. I think the I think the players will be looking at us feeling the go. I will beat these. We can do this. We're going. You know, if like they know they can get the purse as well, but. Even if we beat Huddersfield, we've still got games after that we need to win as well. So I, I, I just think that um, tomorrow we'll, 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 we will win. I know, I know you laugh at me for always saying that we're going to win, but I do think that. I don't, I don't see what you mean, Jimmy, in terms of like so previous seasons. Well, the last four especially, this game is a must-win. In terms, of if you don't get in the playoffs, it is a failure. But on this season, we've sort of already surpassed their expectations, having a really good season already. I feel like playoffs would just be a bonus to what's already been an amazing season. If you don't get that, then go again next year. You know, like it's it's not like we are desperate to get out of this league straight away this year in that sense. Yeah, and also it's like and and the the pressure the pressure we're under tomorrow is mainly because of like where Huddersfield are in the league and as far as people think, well, we have to be beating these. But I think that um just on a purely footballing level, we're a better team than them. They've got good results against good teams, but they also got they've also under Warnock, they've lost four nil twice. Um they've mm-hmm. been they've not won either the last two. They've, they've you know they, they obviously can be good, but they've not turned into like Barcelona and like you know what I mean they are beaten. They're not they, they've got the same players and Warnock, Warnock's a good manager, but like I'm kind of th- I kind of think Warnock's probably had the effect of he's dragging he's dragged them up. By the scope of the next, and he's got them to where they need to be to stay up. He will obviously want to win the game tomorrow, but also they can still stay up without winning tomorrow. And I'm not saying he won't want them to win because obviously he will, but I don't think it's like, like a death or glory. They lose, they're down, but they still they're, they're up. It's 
they're going to be a game where they need to win and win a couple more, probably. But if they don't win, then they can still still. We need to win, but also we can draw and still get in the playoffs next week, depending on the results around us. So it's not like the pressure is on, but it's not a, it's not do what it's not like a like a playoff semi final, is it? Where we have to we have to win, but I, that's why I think our quality will tell when we will win. Right, your headline is Jimmy thinks Huddersfield are on the beach. Right. Um... Well, I mean, if, if you want, if you want, if you want to misrepresent what I said, you can, you can definitely use that as the headline. Yeah? Um, well, well, what? Well, yes, headlines very much do that, don't they? From time yeah. to time. Um, right. Well, I mean, any 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 strong opinions on team selections, or just wanting to keep it as as close to as I'd close start to Gallagher, what we were? personally. I think Galhart's looked all right coming off the bench. He he's, he seems to have been, he, you know, his energy helped us a lot. I think for Pritchard uh, when he came on, uh, probably yeah. Pritchard was in and out on Saturday. He wasn't awfully. It wasn't his best game, but I think I think maybe a rest for, for Pritchard and uh, Galhart. I wouldn't disagree with that, Gareth. Mm-hmm. I'll be yeah. I'd be. I'd go for the same. Okay, full sweep, Jack. Yeah, I'd be inclined to do that too. I mean, Galhart. He's got a lot of technical quality. Press as well. Yeah, he's, he's a good player on the side. I, I, I do rate him quite highly. Yeah, I'd probably stick him in now. He, he was good off the bench on. Uh, and still will have to replace Serkin as well. Yeah. Well, you'd probably think. Oh, yeah. um, What's interesting, Anderson just got shoved is, out of left back, wasn't it? Like, he wasn't trusted. In, in, he, yeah, or nine's going to come in centre half, you would have thought. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting, Anderson just got shoved out of the left, wasn't it? Like, almost <laughs> like they didn't trust him. They didn't trust him to go on there. Right in the danger zone at the back, I thought that was interesting. Was well, probably, uh, probably, probably, yeah. He, I imagine that well, he probably wouldn't start. Probably, probably just wanted to get him on to get height there because we'd be defending. We wouldn't need much attack from left back at that point. So I imagine that's why he did that. I don't, I don't think he, I wouldn't start Anderson tomorrow. No, I don't think he. I don't think he will. <laughs> definitely, definitely don't think he will. No. Um, right. Okay. Looks. Have you thought of a word yet, Gareth? Um. Or did you forget you? Tell you were what, supposed I've got. To be doing I'll just. i just come up with the the competition on the spot. Go on then. And and everyone go. That's a terrible idea. So what you got to do is, we're going to tweet the podcast out or share it on Facebook. Uh, what you got to do is is um, quote retweet the podcast, um, with um, the words Shields Gazette, and then put a link to the um. The tickets for the live show, which is on the Customs House website. And then we'll collate them. And then on Thursday, um, when Matt and Richard, I assume, do the um, do the pod, they can pick the winner from the people who've shared and quote retweeted. So you got a quote retweet or share on Facebook, the pod that we tweet tonight, use the word Shields Gazette and put a link, even a link to just the 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 page on the Customs House website where you can buy the tickets um, and we will pick a winner who will get two tickets to the show on the 27th of April at the Customs House in South Shields where we'll be joined by Vic Hallam for um, a journey to glory um, which will be a celebration of the cup run um, and cup win over Leeds. Tickets £12.50 and some are still available um, but there aren't that many really to be honest. So probably about 30 or something left, really, if you look on the website. So if you fancy it, get a move on. Indeed. 
indeed right predictions everybody come on we don't get to do this much on the monday show so we're gonna we're gonna go around and get predictions from everybody i'm gonna save the best to last jimmy i'll come to you last um because i'm looking forward to it uh gareth do you know what i'm gonna say we're gonna win three nil Ooh. I've just got a feeling that like it's going to be one of them where we're going. Jimmy's adding an extra goal on or whatever. Going a, he was going going to a bit worried it? and then like we'll score like early and it'll settle down and then we'll go, actually, we are quite good, aren't we? And then we'll win 3-0. That's my prediction. There you go. Yeah. But you weren't well, expecting that, were you? I wasn't, no. <laughs> I mean, that would be ideal. Jack? Um, it's quite easy to say. I feel like it'll be quite similar to that Saturday. I think... They'll score. They've scored quite a few goals. I do think they will. They'll get one. Um, but I think we'll take the lead. If I'm honest, I think we'll take the lead early on. But it'll be one-one at half time. But I think we'll win two-one in the second half. I think we'll probably be pushing for it. And I don't know who from. I'll say Gellard. Gellard to get the winner. Two-one. Sunderland. It'll be a nice moment for him, Jimmy. Uh, to be honest, I was going to say three-nil, So uh, I'm going to stick with three-nil and go go three-nil. Okay. Um, I was just thinking. I, I, I do think we might do it. I, I do think we'll do it. I do, I do think if we, if we manage to get our nose in front, and we'll have enough to see the game. I think so. One nil as well. <laughs> I was thinking. Right. So, not sure if anybody's going to be reacting after the, after the match, or whether we're just going to uh, include the, um, match preview in with the, um. Uh, the match review in with the preview show later in the week. Matt and Richard will be back for that. So, as Grav said, make sure you go ahead and uh, get yourself a ticket for the live show. And enter, um, the, enter the competition. And... Enter the competition and um, check out FDR Clothing for this glad and get your discount code 15% WMS15. So, make sure you do all of that stuff and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.